welcome to the Talk 72 podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Downs. Um, we've got the usual suspects in the building tonight. We've got Josh Lindley, Rory Steele, Ross Gibson and Nathan Spafford. Unfortunately, Sean's on international break this weekend, uh, so uh, he can't be with us. He's uh, representing uh, some unnamed country that nobody's even found yet. But I'm sure David Attenborough will find him soon. Right, we'll crack on. So, for the warm-up, uh, football's uh, favourite football Twitter accounts. Uh, I'll start this off. Talk72. Right, Josh, move on. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I lo- lo- love, a, love, a bit of, love a bit of a Johnny Sharples um, and I love a bit of Duncan Alexander at Oily Sailor um, who comes up with the best stats um, that are just pointless, but I love it. I love them. Uh, those those two football accounts um, are the ones for me that I couldn't okay. live without. Rory, um, definitely Phil Hay from the, well, he was at the auction in Perth, not anymore. Um, oh, the Athletic. Um, but yeah, uh, other journalist. But he's, he, but yeah, he's, he does pretty good tweets on the on Leeds United and stuff, so I follow him quite a bit. And I know he's a Hearts fan as well, and he's actually a really nice guy as well because I met him at, um, when I was doing uh, placement at the auction in Perth. Uh, he seemed quite a really nice guy, actually. So, um, yeah, he's, I probably not only follow him. And just anything that's, like, football-related to do with, like, all Sky Sports and BBC Sport and stuff, following up all transfers and all that, all right. pretty much. Uh, Ross? Shit, I just dropped my fork. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <on>, Steve. <laughs> you caught me off guard there. I thought you was going to go to Nate. Um Right, well... Actually, I'm going to go a bit... It's a bit of a weird one, this. It's uh, it's not really a, a football-specific account. Well, there's two. Planet Football, uh, and I not just because I work for the company that owns that site, but Planet Six. Football is a, a fantastic site um, for memorabilia in the footballing world. Um, but I've just discovered in the last couple of days, maybe because Derby have been pretty sensational in the um, transfer window, um, a porn star is actually a big fan of Derby. I think he's called Richard or something. Um, and he, Richard? He, yeah, he posted a video of, um, should we say, an elderly porn star. Um, <laughs> right. And she goes, Rooney, Rooney, through the bounce or something like that, pulls her top off <laughs> and jumps up and down. And we all know Rooney has his tendency for women of a certain age. And I just thought it was fantastic. So he's been tweeting quite a lot about Derby County. And I feel like I'm getting an affiliation with the club because it is such a... <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the weirdest, the weirdest crossover in sport I've ever seen. But, I mean, about Richard, it must have been Richard Keogh. Oh, yeah, man. But there's loads of balls out in both. So I can suppose it, it can come into one but yeah i feel like that's been an interesting find i like that one uh, so no, go do research anyway boys uh, at www i can't actually know we're not going to put any free plugs out there do your research hashtag <laughs> <laughs> self-promotion well in, 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 um, in, 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 in incognito bloody hell that's a hard word to say uh, my twitter account is uh similar ilk to the ones that josh likes i always see him at the same time as always sailor and that's adam hurry at football, oh, yeah. yeah, he just tweets like brilliant threads of anything football buys about. Just any, I can't really describe what he talks about, but it just if you haven't, if you don't follow him, just follow him because he's he's funny and he's. I think he's got a book out that's football, called Football Cliches, and it's like he's, my favorite thread is one that's like real life or FIFA. And it's basically yeah. that look like from a FIFA, but they're actually real life all the way around, and all loads of stuff like that. 
But I can't top Rosses, so I wish you'd come to me first. Well, I didn't, so unfortunate. Um, mine's probably Hotline Billing um, on Twitter. Probably makes no sense now, but Billing's not Oldersfield Town, but there we go. Uh, so that would be mine. Right. Uh, we'll move Jokes on to the main topic of uh, conversation for the first half. And uh, obviously Wayne Rooney has been on everybody's mind, lips uh, and thoughts no, over, <laughs> over the last... Uh, oh, over, oh, in my dreams every night. <laughs> over, over the last uh, two days, a uh, day or so, um, he's decided to come to Derby County as a player coach. The move has now been moved back till January. Um then move forward. <laughs> yeah, move forward, yeah. <laughs> it was never That's moving right. forward. It was never... It was always going to be January. It was always going to no, be no, January. No, no, they said it could have happened swine. in the summer. They said it could have happened in the summer. But it hasn't. It's now happening in January. Um, Josh, your thoughts on why why does Wayne Rooney want to join a championship club? <laughs> oh, it's just his um, ambition to play with Scott Malone, surely. Um, <laughs> I think... <laughs> Derby have got have had a weird thing in the past few years of bringing just MLS players into. They've got a weird affiliation with the MLS now, um, but it's I think it's just sort of a continuation of the Frank Lampard, Ashley Cole, he's been glory days sort of thing. There was discussions with just uh, just after Frank Lampard became manager for uh, really to go there as a player, um, but I think I mean he must have done coaching. I think he's done coaching badges, um, and he's think, spoken before how he wants to become a manager. Um, we've seen him on. Uh, Monday Night Football, I think, talking about it as well. Um, but it, I think that's why it will give him the opportunity to leave um, Washington and, and come to Derby, you know, like for like. Um, and <laughs> and it will give him his first steps into management, or into coaching, um, and then on to management, I think, is is the main factor behind it. Working under someone like Philip Cocker, I think, would be good for him as well if he's still there in January which I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't be um, but yeah I think, I think it's a good move for him definitely for Derby you know it's a win-win for them in, in my opinion um, just up top Rooney and Jack Marriott why not um, yeah I think I think it's a good move It'll, I mean it, it's got everyone talking about the EFL they were the top story of the day yesterday um, with two days to go till the end of the transfer window Um yeah, I think it'll be interesting in 2020 when it comes around. Nath, do you think it's a little bit of a publicity stunt by Derby and will it affect financial fair play? Well, no, they seem to have found a way around financial fair play, don't they, by hiring him as a player coach. I'm doing quotation marks for some reason on a podcast. Uh, but obviously, cause I think only 50% of those wages go through to uh, go through to FFP and playing staff, which actually makes me more... They don't do it more like that. Uh, I actually would be interested to see how much coaching he'll actually do this season. Um, I can't. I can't imagine much. It seems like a loophole to get around that. But it's. Uh, I suppose it's a bit of a publicity stunt. Cause 32 Red are involved, aren't they? They've put money into Derby to fund the signing, and obviously that's why Wayne Rooney is going to wear the number 32 because he's going to be 32 R, and it's going to be a whole. You know, the best hashtag since. AK-47, Abdullah Kamara at Fulham with his number 47. So, yeah, it's a bit of a publicity stunt, but he's a good... He's done well. He's had a bit of a resurgence in, in America. And, you know, he's not 
completely over the hill yet. And, you know, I feel like he'll add something to them. He's another option up front. I'm not, I don't think Derby are blessed with great strikers anyway. So we probably actually will go in and probably end up being one of the key players. So it's probably, it's probably a bit of both. And, and Ross, obviously, like what Nave says, do you think that he should go in and automatically sort of demand a, a starting place in the Derby team? Absolutely, yes, he should. Um, I was going to say he's the greatest England striker ever, but then I remembered Emil Heskey. So, other than Heskey, I would, you're talking the greatest England striker ever. Well, not the best. I'm not saying he's the best, but on stats, stats alone, nobody has got close to his goal tallies. So, coming in January, will he go straight into the squad? Probably not. He'll probably spend a couple of weeks coming off the bench for the last 20 minutes. But if I was a Derby fan, I'd want him straight in the squad. You don't lose when you're a player of, that's had the career he has had. You don't lose that class, and you look what he's been doing in the MLS. I've seen videos of him in the uh, in his own penalty area, picking up the ball defensively, and then running half the pitch, making a 40-yard pass, scoring from his own half, taking the piss basically. And there's no reason why he can't do that in England. Uh, I mean, the MLS, I don't know much about it. Josh is probably a better place, but I, I, when I've watched games, it looks pretty fast-paced. So, you know, clearly that hasn't affected him. So he should be all right in the Championship. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come uh, back to you, Josh, in a minute. Just want to get Rory's thoughts on, obviously, Rooney going to Derby. Uh, no, it's a, good, it's a good move for Derby. Um, I think, like, obviously... As a place, what's he 32 at the moment? So he's still got a, a few years left to play. Um, and I think he's he's obviously shown it at various clubs in the Prem and obviously in the MLS as well. So he's he's done very well. And in coaching wise, he's always dreamed of uh, dream uh, dreamt of being a manager in in the long run. Um, so I think to start off as a coach, it's a good it's a good way to get that to make that um, progress progression to be a manager in the long run. So. I think as a move for the championship as well as Derby, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Is he not? Is it not more of a demanding league though, the championship? Would you say physically? Mm, yeah, you would, but I don't think I think Rooney's quite a physical character anyway. I don't think he's not necessarily really... a fit character though, is he? I mean. He's, he's a work is is a workhorse. I mean, I mean Ross was just saying he was tracking back and going on runs and scoring from his own half in America. There was an amazing tackle he made. Um, yeah, that's one of the ones I'm talking about. He went yeah. viral, didn't it? He? he just chased yeah. someone back, and it, it was incredible. So he's clearly got the fitness. He's always had a bit of meat about him. Um, I think he'd be fine physically. His fitness might be more of an issue in the championship. But he'll soon get up to speed. I guess when when will he come back to England to prepare for January, or is he staying from now? Um, I know he'll go back to America. The season ends December, depending on how well DC United do. It's first second week of December, I think. Um, so he'll come back then, and then uh, and then he'll kick on. So he'll probably have at least a month before at Derby before he plays a game. Um. But yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be fine. I don't think it'll be a problem bending with the dressing room. I don't think fitness will be that much of an issue. Um, no. Because yeah, they're playing Saturday, Tuesday. Um, but it, you can make an argument for less travel time. You know, you you're traveling from one side of America to the other at times. Um, 
and that that you know that can have a, have an effect on you but i don't think if you compare it to fitness it's uh, it's mere yeah it, you know it, it goes both ways surely he's playing two games in a week but it won't be every week and then he's traveling from seattle to the other side of the country um, yeah, tra- traveling from blackbird to rotherham uh, yeah so it's it's not it's not that much of an effect on him i don't think i think it'll be fine Mm. Um, going on from that obviously you know it's amazing to think that most of us were born within the years of Gerard Lampard Rooney Scholes all making their professional debuts and now most of them have either been managers or or are becoming coaches or, or managers you know that's that's amazing to think that four of them were in the golden generation in the height of you know when we all started probably to to just get into football. Don't you think that's amazing how time flies, Ross? Yeah. Uh, I I felt like Rooney would be youthful forever when he first came in. It's because he was so young. He was in his mid-twenties and you felt like he would, he'd been around for, for donkeys. It was like all you could ever remember was the Premier League with Rooney in it. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Nate? Well, same question. Well, yeah, just really, I mean, who else... Doesn't time fly? No, who else do you think from that sort of team, can we think about who has either gone into management or or will probably go into management in the next couple of years? Oof, that's, that is a question. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I never really had Rooney down as a manager type. I think because of the, um, the, what's the word, the reputation he has in the media you know, being dumbed down and stuff. So very unfairly, I'm sure. But I always feel like uh, I never quite expect him to go to manager. So it could be anyone. Um, obviously, like, it's, it's it's amazing to see that, like, the likes of Lampard and Gerrard have gone in almost at the top. John Terry claims he's working from the bottom by being assistant manager at Aston Villa. But then you've got someone <laughs> Paul Campbell who's actually gone to Macclesfield Town and sort of the same part of that generation, maybe slightly older. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just slightly um, and he's working so it's like it's you know they're all over the place not just going for jobs at their old clubs or anything you know Terry had no affiliation at Villa I'm sure Campbell certainly had no affiliation at Macclesfield Town um, it's, it's amazing to see but it's just like it's like a, it's basically like football manager isn't it? you know when you used to if you play on football manager 2012 and you got to 2019 and you'd basically have like Andrea Pirlo in charge of Oldham Athletic or something I feel like that's where we're getting now my favourite one I saw was, was Leon Britton in charge of Man United. <laughs> that was that one when it happened. Uh, and I suppose, Rory, you got to think now, how long will Rooney be at Derby for? You know, uh, exactly, yeah. Before uh, he moves on. Yeah, well, so he's only he's only been given a, what's it, an 18-month contract at the moment, so depends how well he does in that year and a half. Um, also, whether Derby will be in the Premier League by then as well, which... Over the next two years, they might be because they've started all right so far, um, even though it's early doors. Uh, but yeah, no, I think he's all right. And there's also various managers that guys, you guys have been mentioning that have done fairly well. And there's also ones that are in abroad currently as well, like Robbie Fowler at Brisbane Raw. They've just beat Sydney FC in the Australian FA Cup today, 2-0. And Sydney were the current A-League champions, so Fowler's started really well. And if Rooney, uh, with Rooney at, at Derby, if he can... Um, if you can do pretty well with him and uh, Koku, then it's uh, yeah, it should be all right. Should do all right. Good. 
I think we'll move on from the Rooney and Derby situation and we'll go into the next section now. Um, and on the schedule that Nath created, it's predictions revised. So, Nath, do you want to just, I don't know. What, well, what I thought we'd revise our predictions. <laughs> <laughs> that was the basic concept. Because obviously we came up with predictions, I think the first ever episode back, which was obviously well over a month ago. So obviously not as much detail, but a lot's happened since then. The transfer window um and clubs ambitions changing and, and all everything happens in the month with the transfer window closing this week thought we're in a much better position now so probably just to go over and have a final sort of up and down or maybe more obscure predictions i'm not sure i just thought obviously with having so much change was it better to have a, a, a proper predictions now or not yeah um okay so we'll we'll, we'll start off we'll go around we'll just start off uh, like we do normal. Um, Ross, your three to go. Up. Are you changing any of them? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think who I went for. I think I went Fulham. Yeah. Have you got them on there? No. Ah, oh, sugar. I don't think we're not going to ask who's changed. Just I think we're just basically. What are yours? I think basically like so we can keep track of them now. So I'll write them down. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. But I don't think I went for Leeds. No, I didn't either. I don't think I went for Leeds, but having <laughs> watched that game, yeah, having watched that game on Friday, I know it's only one game. I know they played like that at times last year, but it was absolutely sensational. And they're bringing in this young lad, aren't they? From it's just been announced they're beating Bristol City to Enketia uh, on loan, and he's unproven, but like very highly rated at Arsenal. He's had a very good preseason. Exactly, he could yeah. be a massive, massive replacement for Roof. I think they might get Ryan Kent as well, another option on the midfield side of it. I think I'm going to add Leeds in there, definitely. I don't think I went for them in the early predictions. I think it was about the time that Pontus Janssen was leaving and it was a bit more up in the air. So I'll go Leeds. Yeah. I'll stick with Fulham. Yeah. And I will go for... Oh, God, I can't remember who my other one was. West Brom. Okay. Now, if you're writing these down, yeah? Are you going to... Uh, yeah, I will be. Yeah, I will be. Right, cool. uh, Nave, do you want to go next? You're three to go. Yeah, I'll, I'm going... I've gone West Brom. I never I never fought them a month ago, but their transfer business, the likes of Romaine Soyuz, uh, Semi Ajayi, all these young players, the boy in Darnell Furlong as well. Uh, Kenza Hope front, which I think is a decent acquisition. It seems like they're going to be busy on deadline day as well. Obviously, just recording just before deadline day today. Uh, but I think they've brought a really nice, young, hungry squad together. So I'll put uh, West Brom there. Uh, Brentford I'm still going for because yep. I'm dedicated to the fact that, you know, they can lose pretty much <laughs> their entire first team and still come out of it better. Uh, and the other team, I was toying with the idea of Barnsley. Um, I really do. And this was before the Fulham match. I've, re- I've got a piece on Barnsley. Really do fancy those. I don't think Leeds will last the full season. I feel like they'll drop short again. I'm liking Middlesbrough's business, but rookie manager will do them in. So my other team would probably be... Let's go uh, with Derby. OK. Rory? I think my three to originally were Fulham, West Brom and Chef Wednesday. Uh, definitely sticking with West Brom. Um, I think they'll, they'll, they'll do fine this season, I think. Um, I'll stick with Fulham as well. Uh, and obviously I think I'll definitely change Chef Wednesday to Leeds I think <laughs> right okay Josh 
Um, I'll stick with my three. I think West Brom um, will win it. Um, like Slaven Bilic as a manager, I think, especially in the championship. Um, as Nath just alluded to, like the signings he's made, some quite cheap signings and under-the-radar signings. Um, but as we saw in the game against Forest, is also bringing through their own young talent who they've got um, in abundance. Nathan Ferguson had a man of the match performance. Edward scored. Um, Sam Field, I, I think, might be going out on loan, but um, even if, if um, West Brom keep him for the year, I think he can get some game time. Um, obviously, they got rid of that um, or sold Louis Barry to Barcelona, so it just shows their um, youth talent that they've got. Um, it said Derby as well. I think the performance against Huddersfield, um, although it was just against lowly Huddersfield, um, I think will um, <laughs> show uh, showing that they've, despite having lost Mount Wilson and Tamori, um, I think they're still going to be up there, and I think they'll still go up. Um, and, and Reading was my third one. Um, they yeah, may, may, yeah, may have lost Sheffield Wednesday, but it's just one game. Um, and then they bought a goal scorer, so you know they've all, always got that. Um, <laughs> they've done mad business over the last few days, to be fair. But they, 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 they yeah, bought three yesterday, didn't they? They bought uh, Lucas Joao in. Um, they bought the keeper Raphael, um, which surprised me because I like Joao Virginia that they've got in as well. Um, and who else did they bring in yesterday? Pele. Uh, Pele. Pele, who was at Forest when he last year. Um, yeah, no, I like this. I really like their signings. I think Lucas Boy is a very good underrated signing from Torino. Puskas coming in as well. Yeah, I've reported eight million as well. Um, which I told me knows that's a drop in the ocean now. Um, but yeah, no, I, I still like Liam Moore and Matt Miazga as a centre back pairing, one of the best in the second half of last season. So I like I like the manager. I think is creating a little little Portuguese thing that we've seen with Wolves. Um, so. <laughs> Hopefully it pays off for Reading and my prediction as well. All right. Mine's Leeds, West Brom and Fulham. Basically, I can't add to anything else. I mean, for, I mean we, Fulham's business has been, as minimal as it has been, it's been really good with... Fulham's I mean, squad not, is not great. Not and Arta. Yeah. Yeah. Fulham's, Fulham's squad is good. I think Leeds will be up there. I don't think they'll bottle it this time. Um, and West Brom, because... I think Slavin Village is a good manager, and from what I saw of them the other night, um, whoever they played, can't remember. Forest. 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 They look really good. So um, yeah, they're my three to go up, to go down. Ross, three to go down. I believe, I, I, believe I went red in the last time. Yeah. I, I went. I'm just looking thinking. I think I went red in. I went Hull. I think I went Millwall. Yeah. And I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Nath? Um, I've, I was toying with Blackburn before, and I'm going to I'm gonna put Blackburn down. I really do not like their squad anymore, especially if Dak goes on deadline day. That's a big if, but he, he's obviously always linked. Uh, Luton definitely won't go down. Um, I've got... Uh, who else did I go for? So I don't think I was changing. But, uh, Millwall even, I feel like, will be, will be down there. Um, and also, I still, I still think, I still feel Charlton will struggle. So I've, I've put Charlton down there as well. Okay, mine's Charlton, Birmingham, and Millwall to go down. I, I just think Birmingham's got a crap squad. Sorry to say, I think they have. Um, they probably think that about your team, mate. Well, they probably do. 
Oh yeah, man. Uh, trying to find Fraser Campbell. I just, yeah, I probably just West Brom Middlesbrough after him as well. I think Birmingham mm. have gone down the last couple of seasons in terms of the quality of the squad. I don't see getting back up with the people we've brought in. They were close to the relegation zone the last two seasons. All right, they've been saved by Rowett and Monk slightly in not, the last. Not Zola. Well, no, not really. Has a red nap. So yeah, that, the, the, those are my three, uh, Josh. Um, I'll stick with my three. Um, Millwall. Um, although I like their business since we we've done our predictions, I think they made some good signings. Um, as I say, QPR. I, I just don't. Although they won, uh, beat Stoke, didn't they? Um, but I, I just don't think they'll sustain sustain it. And I think I said Preston. I think I said mm. Preston. I remember someone going Preston. Yeah, I'll have I'll have a look, but I think it's a Preston. That that's, that'd be my. I think Birmingham will stay up. I think the three promoted teams will stay up. Um, okay. yeah. Rory. Um, I think the two of my three was Charlton and Millwall, and I'll stick with them. Um, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of third one now, because I, I I do think Luton and Barnes they'll both be okay. Um, whether they're mid table or top half. Um, hmm. you know what, I think I'd probably go Preston as well I don't know why Preston? though yeah I'd go Preston I don't know why though okay. like the right, yeah. I think they've been yeah they've been like ninth, 10th the past few years but they've they've lost Callum Robinson um, yeah. and they lost no he's still there I think no yeah he's still there yeah um, they did lose someone else I'm, I'm sure Oh, whoever it was is a big loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to League One. My three to go up are Portsmouth, Sunderland and Blackpool. Portsmouth and Sunderland sort of speak for themselves. Good squads. They'll probably rise through the league as the season goes on. Uh, Blackpool, I, I like. I really like Blackpool's squad. Simon Grayson knows how to get people out of that division. It's a happy club once again. And it's just moving in the right direction. So that's why I've gone Blackpool. So mine are Portsmouth, Sunderland, Blackpool. Ross? Yeah, Portsmouth, definitely. I went for them last year. If Maybe if not, well, obviously we didn't have the podcast. I would have gone in the podcast. But in the betting world, I went for Pompey. I thought they were incredibly unlucky not to go up. So I'm going to go Pompey. I'm going to go, actually, the very close to Blackpool, but not quite Blackpool. I've been... Their business this summer is probably, in my opinion, the best in League One. And they had a good squad anyway. They've added to it. And they had a good promotion push a couple of years ago in Fleetwood. I just I just can't, I, I can't see much wrong in, in their squad. Maybe if they get an injury in, in a certain area, it could hamper them. But if they keep the, the, the first team squad fit all season, I don't think they'll be out of the top five. So I'm going to go for them to win, to finish either in the second spot or maybe in the playoffs and my final one will have to be I mean I went I put a back Peterborough in my bets but I don't think that will actually happen I kind of hoping it will because I don't know uh, yeah okay I'm going to go Peterborough okay uh, no uh, definitely not Ipswich or Sunderland no chance for me for those two so I've got Portsmouth 
they've convinced me they'll do it. Uh, Blackpool and Lincoln, because Lincoln are just... Uh, Lincoln, the Luton start. effect. Yes, yep. that, yeah, definitely. Rory? Um, I'm going to go, yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah, I'll agree with everyone on that one. Um, I'm going to go Portsmouth, Rotherham, and a surprise one, Oxford. I think they've signed some very good players in the uh, over the summer. Ben Woodburn being one of them. And they started and they got a decent result at Sunderland as well. So I think they'll be up there, thereabouts. So, yeah. OK, Josh? Uh, Portsmouth is, as well. Um, their business has been brilliant despite the loss of Lowe. Um, I think Harness is a good replacement for him. Um, and Marquis up front. Um, Sunderland, I don't think they need to do much to their squad. I think they were just unlucky last year to not go up uh, through the playoffs. Um, personally, I think they've got the best player in the league in McGeady. Um, yeah. And I think they will go up this year. <laughs> Um, and uh, what was I say? Shrewsbury. I think they had a really good win as well against Portsmouth on the opening day. Oh, uh, Ryan, that as well. <laughs> Ryan Giles with a really good goal. Um, and I think they have the potential to do better than they did under Paul Hurst um, with uh, Sam Ricketts. Very good. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. They, they got humped in that game though against Portsmouth. That was. I think if you look at the stats, that was one of those games where Pompey did everything, put, put it in the net, and then they went up the other end, and it was going to be a screamer that won it, and it was a hell of a goal. So I don't want to think that they'll do better than Paul Hurst because he's ours now. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, yeah, I, well, Shrewsbury were the surprise package that year, and absolutely they've got the, they've got it in him to do it again. But my surprise package has got to be probably Blackpool or Fleetwood. Uh, Eric, we'll, good shout. We'll move on to the relegation zone. Four to sure, go down please. from this. Mine are Bolton, Bury, Accrington, and Wimbledon. Right, to save a bit of time, we all agree that Bolton and Bury are going down. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So, right. so my other right, two so, are Accrington so we need two. and Wimbledon. Accrington and Wimbledon. Okay, mate. Ross? I'm going to go Accrington as well. Uh, I like everything about their club. I love milk. I don't want them to go down. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think they will. Uh, I, I, South end. Right. Nate? Um, oh, again, I don't know how I'm going to top that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've gone for, obviously, I'm on top of those two, uh, Bristol Rovers and I feel Wimbledon. I feel like ran it too close. I've seen a bit of momentum kept them up. Um, and, and to be fair, they were pretty decent at the weekend, on opening day weekend, but I feel they'll run short looking at their squad. Yep. And Bristol Rovers, I just think, have been on a bit of a downer for too long now. I don't think they're getting out of... Uh, I think they've been just on a downward curve for a while. And I feel that's going to... I think it's going to be a really poor bottom of League One this year. The yeah, back, I think it's seven just... Yeah. It, it could be it could be a split top half bottom half like by yeah. a fair few points. Yeah, like that's 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 it's true. Told me that I think it's true. It's not um, like it's going to be a mid table. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll move on, Rory. Uh, I'm going to go with the bottom four. It is currently at the moment actually, which is Bolton, Berry, Bristol Rovers, Macrinton. Okay. Uh, that's Josh. easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy enough. <laughs> Josh. Um, yeah, I think 
I'll add Agrington. and I think I think I said them anyway before. Um, I'll, I'll stick with whoever I said, but I can't remember who the fourth orders. I think it was either Gillingham or um, uh, South End. I think. Oh no, I tell you, what, I think it was uh, Rochdale. Rochdale. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. I think. Four to go up from League Two. Mine are Plymouth, Salford, Carlisle, and Forest Green. Ross. What is your obsession with Forest Green? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's for Nathan to tell us later on. You I literally signed their best player in the Muppet. Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, I was going to point that one. You took their best player, mate. And yeah, I know. Watch this face. I still think they'll go up. Really? You think they'll, like, they lost two of their best players in the summer? Yeah. Right, but... you, either, you either replace them and get lucky, or you get into a relegation scrap like Scunny. Losing Murray Wallace and Paddy Mandon killed us. Uh, I don't think they'll be anywhere, man. But yeah, sure, like you say, if, it's, if that's your choice. But you've just got a weird obsession with Forest Green. <laughs> do, you just, do you just feel sorry for them for stealing their best <laughs> players? No, I feel, sorry, I feel sorry for the fans that they have to eat veggie burgers, but there we go. Uh, Steve, that's highly discriminating. And there's people on this, that might be listening to this podcast that are vegans and vegetarians. So we love it, the vegans. Can, can you yeah, apologise? Or would you like me to apologise? Apologise, yeah. Apologise now. I am extremely sorry to anybody who likes veggie burgers. I don't think that was sincere. <laughs> <laughs> We've avoided a legal case at least for us, okay? I've got notes against vegetarians or vegans. I've got notes against vegetarians or vegans. Oh, well, that's discriminatory <laughs> against anybody from the Midlands. Apologise now. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's perfectly fine. As someone from the Midlands, I can say that was okay. <laughs> Right, uh, Ross, go on with your choices. I definitely didn't go for this team in the original one, but having watched them at the weekend and actually watched their transfer business over the summer, and I think they've still got a few to go. I've gone Swindon. Uh, On Friday night, I always do my pre-season bet the day before the EFL. I wait until I've seen all of the signings pretty much. Obviously, usually... The season starts and obviously we've got a bit more time for the window, but you kind of got your squads there or thereabouts. I feel Swindon's got, a, they've got a really good squad. They're, they're going to be up there. The easy thing about League Two is you can go for four. So Swindon's going to be one of them. I feel Walsall, but then they've made a lot of signings. It depends whether they gel. They had a good result on the first game of the season, but Walsall top four. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Salford, I didn't go for them originally, but if they can keep the first team fit, I feel they'll be up there. And I feel if January comes and they're needing one or two players to boost, they've got the funds to do that. The fourth one, looking, I went Northampton before, and I still think they'll go on a run and get in the playoffs, and maybe they, they can go up by the playoffs. So I'm going to stick with Northampton and avoid Bradford City's dad's army. Okay. Uh, Dal, um, Nate. What were you going to call me? Darling. <laughs> You're going to call me Darling. Um, <laughs> actually, you. I, a lot of mine echo Ross's sentiments. I've got Salford, for the reasons Ross has said. Um, I've also got on that theme of a club that's come up, and again, like with Lincoln, like with Salford, Leighton Orient, I feel, Will. Um, I feel like, obviously, with the togetherness that's at the club, after yeah. all the uh, tragic events of the summer. I think it'll propel them on. And I think that, and genuinely, I've got a good squad. Plymouth will do it because if Ryan Lowe could get very promoted, 
under those circumstances. He's taken half at team Vince Plymouth. They know they're getting paid every week now. So, you know, why I can't see any reason why they, they won't go up. And my last one is also Walsall. Uh, as Ross said, a lot of new signings, but a fantastic manager in Darrell Clark, who's been mm. here and done it before Bristol Rovers. And I feel like this is a lot easier this time around also. Yep. R- Rory? Um, yeah, I agree with pretty much you guys on Salford and Plymouth, definitely. Um, yeah, I think Swindon as well. And I think I originally had Bradford. I'm going to change to Exeter because they've always been unlucky for the past few seasons when they've been in the playoffs and stuff. And I do generally feel they've got a decent squad as well. So I think, I think they'll be up there as well. Yes, I'll go there. Okay, Josh? Um, I'll stick with my four, um, which are the same as Rory's um, now. So uh, Salford, Swindon, Plymouth, or sorry, Bowie, Bowie 2.0. And uh, Exeter. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, Exeter is a good shout. You know that it's, we've spoke about like people that we've not gone for earlier in the summer, and now are kind of creeping into our thoughts. Exeter definitely in League Two. Like I said, Blackpool or Fleetwood maybe League One, and then Brentford and Bristol City have maybe popped up since our last conversations in the Championship. Yeah. If yeah. any, if any of them come into the top, get promoted, I think we've uh, we've done pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I- Definitely. Uh, the bottom two in League Two, I'm going to stick there with the same I said last time, Morecambe and Cheltenham. I just, Morecambe only just survived last time. I just don't see that happening again. Uh, Cheltenham, I think the squad's too weak. They've not really added much to it. Um, and they haven't really got the finances to be able to go out and buy those people in January that, if they are, you know, in the bottom two places. So, um Th- those are my reasons and uh, my two teams for the drop in League Two. Ross? On the premise that I saw a picture once on social media that made me vomit and it was Sol Campbell in the nude. Um, I'm going to go for Macclesfield. And <laughs> they, they got humped on the first game of the season and I can see them being in and around the bottom. There's plenty of teams I think are going to be in the bottom four or five, but you want the bottom two, so I'm going to go crew. Okay, interesting. I think that, um, I think uh, Jim Bentley is a, is such a great manager. I think I feel he'll just about scrape it again. But I, I, that's maybe more hope than belief. But we'll see. Why crew? Hey. Why crew? Why crew? They're they're another team that are always flirting mid maybe mid table. I, I, I don't know. Just feel that they'll be in and around the bottom four, and I just had to guess. One of those. It could have been. I think. I think it's pretty easy to guess the bottom five in the in League Two, but the bottom two, it could be one of any of, of the five, really. Nath. Uh, yeah, Macclesfield as well, because they're not out of the uh, financial problems yet, and I feel like they'll just hit a run, uh, a bad run, that'll sort of, that'll see them off uh, around the mid part of the season, that they won't be able to come back from this time. Uh, and also, I will put. I think Morgan. I agree with Ross. Morgan will survive. I think again. They'll probably get 22nd, 21st. Mm. Um, I would put in a good shot for Crawley, which I think Josh has had Crawley as well. I maybe. went Crawley the first time, but I've yeah, changed my I mind. Can't, I can't see past Crawley. Stevenage, to be fair, I'm hovering between us because Stevenage... I don't, did anyone watch the Salford-Stevenage game? Yeah, I did, yeah. It's a highlight of it. Yeah, they, they were terrible, mate. They, yeah, they, were they didn't poor. even get a sniff. They didn't forge yeah. an attack or anything. And I know they're bringing in a lot of free agents because they haven't got money. Um, or much money to spend, but I, if there was no need to really get that right, but I would, I would, do you know what? I'll, I'll go with, I'll go with, 
Who was the other team I said? Macclesfield. <laughs> no, Macclesfield and who was the other team I was talking about? Steve Crawley, Maxfield and Crawley. Yep, Rory. <laughs> uh, I'll agree with you, Steve, on uh, Markham and Cheltenham. I mean, Markham have always been there or thereabouts in the relegation zone. Um, and as, as great as Jim Bentley is as a manager, I just think they'll drop, they'll go. And with Cheltenham, I agree with you on the week, their squad being weak. And they had a couple of players sent off on Saturday as well. I know, which is good <laughs> which news. Which was one of them. <laughs> good news for Scunny, though, because we got them at the weekend. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll review Steve on them too, I think. Very good. Josh? Um, I'll do it with mine on Morecambe and Cambridge. Um, as much as I want Morecambe to stay up, because as Ross said, Jim Bentley is a, is a brilliant manager, um, longest serving now. Um, and yeah, it's kept Morecambe in, in the Football League on the, on a shoestring. Um, I would like them to stay up, um, but I, 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 my brain says no. Um, and Cambridge, yeah, um, I, I can see them struggling this year. Um, as much as they've reunited Colin Coldwood and Mark Richards, which is just brilliant. Um, Mark Richards is 37, and Colin Coldwood hasn't managed uh, in England for a while. Um, so I, I, I just, yeah, I can't see them. I can't see them staying up. Okay. Uh, we'll go now to half time, which is uh, time for hashtag steel stats. No, sorry. Um, right, so we'll start for the championship. Um, so after Luton Town's thrilling 3 all draw with Middlesbrough, if anyone watched that on Friday, which I thought was a superb game to yeah. begin with, to begin the championship season. Um, it was their first championship match since 2007 after a 12 year absence. Uh, and also, it's extended the unbeaten home record since March 2018, which is currently 28 matches. And then, at that time, they were a League Two side. So from that to the Championship, in the space of a couple of years, is pretty good, to be fair. Um, Brentford, who got beaten at home by uh, Birmingham, they'd not been beaten at home on the opening day of the season since 1992. And whilst Birmingham hadn't won an away game on the opening day since 1998, Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the greatest uh, Swansea striker, apart from Michu, of all time. Borja Baston. Baston. Yes, I love him. <laughs> I love his back. I love his back on the score sheet. Go on, Borja. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, scored in the 2-1 victory over Hull. Um, his last goal for Swansea was in the Premier League in October oh. 2016 at Arsenal. Correct, Josh? In that 3-2 <laughs> defeat? Seriously? No way. Seriously. <laughs> the other two years he's been in Spain in La Liga, but hey, someone's got to. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Josh's brain. <laughs> and um, it's the <laughs> and it's the ninth consecutive season that Nottingham Forest have started with a different manager. That's mad. You want me to tell you who these nine guys are, which includes obviously Sabri Lamucci, oh, uh, Itok Aranka, Mark Warburton, Philippe Montagnier, Dougie Friedman, Stuart Pearce, Billy Davis, Sean Driscoll, and that Wally with the Brawley, Steve McLaren. On to League One, um, Ipswich Town's 1-0 win at Burton. It was their, it's the first game in the third tier for them for 62 years, which is a very long time indeed. Um, Peterborough United's seven-match winning streak at home in August was over after losing to Fleetwood. And Tom Flanagan was the only outfield player uh, for Sunderland that started in Maze League one playoff final defeat to Charlton. So that's funny. Yeah. And in League Two, uh, obviously Salford's 2 0 win over Stevenage was obviously their first w- uh, game as a football league club. Uh, they've also won four promotions in the last five seasons 
And obviously we've touted them to go up this year, so long may that continue for them. Apart from when they get beat by Leeds in the Carabao Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Josh Wright, who is the last player to be signed by Justin Edinburgh, as we all know uh, about his death. He scored in the 1-0 win over Cheltenham Town, and I believe he celebrated towards Justin Edinburgh's um, children, which I thought was quite nice. And that is hashtag Steel Stamps. Before we move on, Russell. Before we move on, Steve, have you heard the good news? Well, yeah, I just saw, saw that whilst I was doing that then. Well, <laughs> like, actually, this is going to make me smile a lot. I don't want to ruin your week, my friend, but Aaron Moy is going to Brighton. How much for? Great. That's what? not the reaction I wanted. <laughs> it said, oh no! Can you, can, you least, can you at least cry or fake cry? I'm not bothered. Oh, yeah. I don't really have much more to say on it, to be honest. Yeah, I always thought we're going to go this summer. I said he should go to Crystal Palace. Palace will well, come down. Instead of, instead of McCarthy. McCarthy. Anyway, uh, Ross, what are we going to say? Are we still meeting up tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> what a great book. <laughs> uh, who's asking? Yeah, of course we have, mate. Right, OK. Uh, what time? Um, get to mine for like six. Yeah, yeah. Are we having filled up printers? Yeah, some of them. Okay. Right. Right, we can carry can on. Can we leave software. that in? Can I? Can we, can we <laughs> that right. On that. On that. Note, I'm gonna head out. Head out, boys. I'm sorry. Right. Sorry, mate. So. Bye. Sorry for ruining your night, Steve. Sorry for ruining the podcast. You haven't ruined me night, don't worry. I'm not going to be dying over it. Um, I'll speak to you all later. No. All right. See you later. See you later. later. Bye. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Aaron, I loved you. <laughs> Carry on. Um, we're done. We're done now. <laughs> This is exactly me when Aaron Pierre left. (laughs) (laughs) That was was Nath when uh, Matt Darvisher left. He went to Forest. Um, He left to go to to Cyprus, you uncultured swine. (laughs) Just like Jason Punchin. Where's he? FC Kofos. Oh, Kofos. He went to Brialdo, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, I'm sure people gone on this to Paphos. Yeah, it's a nice little Cypriot destination. Nice mm-hmm. little getaway. Josh's next holiday. Okay. All right, uh, we'll, we'll move on uh, to <sighs> right. So the next segment's going to uh, involve something called leasing.com trophy. Uh, which um, we're going to talk about the best and worst sponsored trophies. Um, I've not actually seen this, so can somebody explain to me what leasing.com is? Like? <laughs> yeah, uh, leasing.com trophy is the Checker Trade trophy. Um, oh, right. Yeah, oh, it's not just, Yeah, they just oh. changed sponsor. Amazingly, it didn't make big headline news. Oh, no, no, what, what, what a shock. Well, from our time on the podcast last time, obviously we had a, I think it was one of our most verisifous uh, debates. Um, it was very 
Um, that was almost as good as uh, your, your pronunciation of Matuzi Klitsch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't go back to that. I mean, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, um, we, it was one of our uh, definitely big debates on whether you know the Czech Trade Trophy was any good. I hated it. I always have done. It's pointless. It's one of the worst competitions football's ever had. Um, and changing its name doesn't really make it more appealing. In fact, leasing.com <laughs> it, it makes me feel like let's just release. The trophy. Let's get rid of it. Let's get, you know, the Johnson's Paints back. I mean, that had paint in its name. Wonderful. Yeah, right. it, also had, it also had John Stones in its name. <laughs> it did. And John Stones. <laughs> it, it was literally his Premier League players, in it? That's where it all started. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. Why well, have we not got the Benjamin honest. Mendy trophy? Let's be, <laughs> let's be absolutely honest, right? A bus going through Norwich with leasing.com on is not going to make people watch the Trick or Trade trophy. Why is it going for Norwich? <laughs> well, it's just on a detour. It's going down to, like, you know... It's like switch. <laughs> yeah, it's That's switch. the worst detour. It's the other end of the bloody country. Uh, Nath, your thoughts on... Uh, well, name another bad tournament or good tournament sponsored names. Well, I will do a throwback. The one, the only reason I put this into the script was because I actually um, it brought me back to one of the episodes, one of the old episodes, one of the original, of the original run um, of the fantastic. It's I think it was episode nineteen, dramatic philos- philosophical sirens, <laughs> uh, when basically I was police sirens on everyone for mentioning their own club, and there was a fantastic quiz where Steve's kept going five seconds, five seconds. If anyone's not listening, it's one of the best episodes we've ever had. Uh, but basically, it came to a point where we found out, thanks to Sean, uh, about the Yorkshire Electricity Cup, which for me is just the, the greatest name a trophy has ever had and ever will have, because you cannot beat the three words to get Yorkshire Electricity <laughs> and Cup are just out. <laughs> so that's like it's debate over. That's that's like as good as it gets. Yeah, Josh. I mean, yeah, any any guys that the leasing.com trophy's been in, really, um, bar the JPT, because you could abbreviate that. What, what can you abbreviate this to? Or the LDV vans, you know. I mean, it, I mean, the company was the LDV vans, but you got the auto windscreen shield. That was even that was passable. But well, put, right. putting that .com right. in it. Yeah. <laughs> in a moment. Yeah. Well. Exactly. The first round draw took place in the Morrisons. Why? why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Figure, figure out the cup, the name of the cup. Just the cups in general, bar the FA Cup. Now, are laughable. Who's the FA Cup with us? Is that still with Emirates? I think it's the Emirates FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. we've had e, we've had Eon, uh, the Emirates, and yeah, the uh, it's the Emirates FA Cup at Wembley, sponsored by EE. I think yeah. it is now. So um, I love the adverts, me. The uh, I don't know if you've seen it where they they take them to them like two chairs, best view in Wembley. But yet there's another like nine thousand seats on the same level around the stadium. The thing I do, as well I don't get is we've we had games yesterday. So Portsmouth yes. beat Birmingham three 0 in the Carabao Cup. Rotherham lost to United's under twenty ones in the Leasing dot com trophy. And there was another game as well that we had an under 21s team. I think Chelsea were playing someone. It was Chelsea yeah, against Swindon. Swindon. Yeah. Swindon. And it was Oldham Liverpool on the night of recording. 
So, I mean, they're just spread. I don't know when our games are. Um, I can't remember who we've got. I know we've got Peter, but I think we've got Peterborough, Cambridge, and Arsenal, I think. It's the same. It's the same. It's very similar to all groups are very similar. Yeah, they've done. They've, they've, they've done it really strangely. Yeah. It's almost so, a long journey for the EFL trophy. It, it, it used to be just north teams, south teams, and then you don't have a group. Yeah. Just do it like that, you know. Yeah, and because awesome. I mean, the groups now you just put into a group with two local teams and then an under twenty ones teams drawn drawn in it, which <laughs> is just. Long. Yeah, which is which I don't get. Just have, just do a draw. Just I do never a, a knockout. They still do it as well. If where if you draw in the group stages, there's a penalty shootout for the second point. So. Yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah, they're still doing that. I think, yeah. And it's a farce as well because the fact that the only reason Rotherham Man United under 21s was played last night on Tuesday night was because and this soon into the season was because Manchester United's youth teams are on international duties. Commit have got international commitments. Like next month when the when the fixtures are meant to take place, but one well if that's the case then don't have them in the in the tournament and two why is a senior team a professional senior team having to kowtow to the, the demands of a youth side? Beggars mm. <laughs> believe. And let's just go back. Michelle, it was a, don't get excited about the fact that we're playing. It's a glorified friendly. It's not even a glorified friendly. The friendly was more, the friendlies were more exciting. It's just. Let's, Absolutely. Every time you think I'll get more farcical, it does. Let's go back two years ago when me and Sean, and I can't remember which side of the argument Rory was on, but definitely me and Sean <laughs> were on the argument of it'll be one of the worst creative competitions in history. Uh, Josh and Nathan, I know for a fact, were on the other side of Oh, it's going to be great for British football. We never it's said it was going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. Go back and that listen to slander. it. You said... You said, oh, it'll be absolutely brilliant for, for how we're, we're going to create a really, you know, fabulous competition that's going to make English football get more youngsters playing in did, it. Uh, did, we, did, we not, did we or did we not get to the semi-final of the World Cup? What not we said still does stand true. And the Tekka Trophy had everything to do with that. No. I'm right about that. But it's not worth it. it. We had the greatest sum of our lives. Nate, the trade trophy. <laughs> Nate, just go back and listen to that podcast and listen to you now two, two years later. It's like me and Sean are magicians. We knew that this was going to happen. I mean, it's you were crap. a magician. Probably. It's crap competition. It's crap. It's rubbish. Get never, it. I don't think me and Josh ever said it wasn't that. I think we, we made... Did. So it's if we said it was better than Champions League. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, the <laughs> Honestly, go back and listen to that um that that podcast. I'll prove you wrong. Again. Anyway, um my, yeah, my was in Newcastle had a rubbish season when they finished first in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> my uh my one was the auto, uh, auto glass shield trophy, whatever it was, in 1995 that we won. Um, Rory, have you got any, or should we move on? Uh, no, I do actually. Well, not for the uh, for the checker trade or Johnston's paint one though, because that is a load of bollocks anyway. So I'll uh, I'll just say that. <laughs> uh, for the, the League Cup ones, apart from the Carabao, which I didn't don't like at all, I used to like the name of the Worthington's Cup. 
the Worthington Cup is vintage. That, yeah, exactly. That is, it's just, yeah, I, I, I just like the name of that one. And I remember it being the Coca-Cola Cup as well. I think the few years before it. So I quite liked it then as well. But yeah, it was a, with the Carabao Cup draw, like Josh was on about being drawn at a Morrison supermarket. Of, it is ridiculous. It really is. Especially, I've never even seen cans of Carabao at Morrison's. So I don't even understand the crossover. No, I don't care about Because it. I've never seen cans of Carabao in Morrison's. Has anyone ever seen a can of Carabao, actually, before? Only when yeah, Redding, I, I only have. Only when Redding signed a player. <laughs> or Chelsea. <laughs> See, that's where, that's where the similarities end. That's why Matt Miavsko loves to stay in Carabao sponsor He's buzzing off his tits every he's time he's going back to Chelsea and goes out on loan to Redding. He's like... <laughs> Just yes, more free Carabao. Just before we move on, let me um, switch to my phone. Entertain you. Do you remember the uh, Rumbelows Cup as well? When that was there. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. No idea what Rumbelows was. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, like a pre-comic, wasn't it? Do you remember the Anglo-Italian Cup as well? And Anglo- oh, yeah, bring that back, definitely. There's no need. Just, just the word Anglo. Just, just, I just love Anglo. The Anglo-Saxon cup. <laughs> right, guys. Let me just change on to my thing. Can someone add me in when I leave this call? No. Yeah. Right, ready? I'm leaving now. <laughs> I knew that was good. <laughs> Thank you. You said, you said about the um, what documentaries we'd like to see. I would love to have seen one about wolves... Um, but the two seasons they had in the championship because they were very contrasting. So one then when they had like Walter Zenger and yeah. and then the season after when Nuno came in and they brought Neves and went up. I mean that would have been a a, a, a nice documentary I'd like to have seen. Not the one where they went straight like, down into League One because we've just seen that with Sunderland. I think it'd be the same sort of thing. Yeah, and that'd be good because like we we talked last week about the fact of like I think we all agreed that we don't like to see. Um, documentaries about success stories but it would be interesting to see like you said the one that where it was like very bad times going yeah. to bad times rather than just watching good times that would be really interesting actually yeah well I, I agree with you Nef about um where did you, how did you come from <laughs> it's been in the whole time <laughs> I, I I agree with you Nef about the Man City one and um you know how bland it was I mean I watched it with Ross and mm. it was okay but it was like you were watching a team winning and it, it I mean, the only interesting bits were like when they went to Wigan in the cup and how peed off Guardiola got. Other um, bits, not really. I mean, there weren't much angst in that. Where the Sunderland one, I, I know I, I agree with you as well there that that was probably a bit too pretty as well. Mm. I mean, the one that Town did uh, with Neil Warnock in, um, <laughs> that were good. I always love the Sheffield United one. Uh, there's like his name the other day. I mean, there's there's Brian Clough ones as well, which are good. But um, just while we're on that, uh, all, all of you go check out Fash FC on YouTube. John Fashionu um, gets a non-league side together. It was filmed in 2003. I've seen that. It's absolutely class. <laughs> I watched it again because it's been years since I watched it. Fash FC, yeah. yeah. Josh, have you heard of it? No. Yeah. You go check it out, mate. You'd love it, Josh. You you would, honestly. It's really good. Um, we'll get back to the um the structure. Uh, so we've finished. Anybody got anything else to say on leasing.com? 
What a load of bollocks it is. <laughs> and that's where we'll end now. Uh, <laughs> uh, football pitch, Walsall v Forest Green. Now, I believe this was Nath's idea. No, it was Hoshua's. No, it was Rory's. Was it Rory? No, I was losing my marbles then. Uh, Josh, just explain to us what uh, what the idea of this segment is. Yeah, so um, this segment is it's a football pitch battle. Um, two of the guys on the podcast will pitch for their team to um, win this weekend's fixture. Now this fixture's on. So what we did um, was draw a number from 1 to 35, which um, corresponded to a fixture within the Championship League 1 or League 2. Um, so number 1 uh, is the early kickoff from or the weekend um which is leeds forest and then number 35 goes down to walsall forest green um which is last alphabetically um and it happened just happened that number 35 was drawn so uh walsall against forest green we then drew the guys that were on the podcast um this was before we knew sean was uh, unwell but luckily he didn't come out anyway um so the first name out um was rory so he'll be He'll be pitching for Walsall to win the game um, as, the, as the home team. And Nathan came out second, so he'll be pitching for Forest Green to triumph at the best Scott or whatever it is now. Um, and that's it. And then we, me and Steve have to judge who we feel has made the best case for their team to win the fixture. So Rory's in the red corner and I'm in the green, neon green and black carbon fibre football three. <laughs> You're in the forest green corner. <laughs> in other words, in the veggie burger corner. In the veggie burger corner. In the muller corner. <laughs> the muller light. The muller light. Oh, yeah, sorry. Watching, watching that way. <laughs> I like muller light. Yeah. yeah, I do. I, I've got to be in the right mood for a muller light, though. Yeah, I, I'll have, like, a pa- like, I'll get them every week at the shopping for like three weeks in a row, but then not eat them again for a year. Yeah, I'm the same. The, v- the vanilla one's well overrated. But anyway, on to, <laughs> on to, on Wait, to the battle. Is that not the segment over? I thought that was it. I thought that's what we were discussing. <laughs> so, let, let the battle commence. Home team gets advantage. Rory Steele. Okay. Why okay, why why will Rolsol win the game? Um, and what Nathan said earlier, actually, because Daryl Clark is a decent manager. Um. He, he did fairly well at Bristol Rovers and he was at Salisbury City before. Um, don't know much about what he did at Salisbury, but obviously with Bristol Rovers, he did fairly well when they were in League One and stuff. Um, not many teams go to Northampton and win as well, so to get a decent result mm, and well. start with a... I know. <laughs> <laughs> to start off with a win and a clean sheet to match as well. Um, it's a good start from them. Obviously, they'll have the, the home backing behind them. I can't remember what the stadium name's called either. I think is it the best score or something like that? Yeah. Is it still the best score? I don't think it is. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's been changed or not. It's advertised stadium in the entire world, isn't it? You've got billboards yeah. all over the place. Yeah. And then they've got they've got quite a um a mix or or blend of experienced and fairly uh, young squad. So the experienced ones are more like uh, like Danny Goffrey. A very prime example. He's pretty much played in every single league in the football league, including the Prem. Uh, very decent midfielder as well at various clubs he's been at. Um, Elijah Adebayo, who I don't know if he's on loan from Fulham, but he, he seems like a decent talent um, and he looks fairly, fairly decent. 
And then Liam Kinsella in midfield, it's all right as well. So he's not too bad either. Um, so, yeah, so I think they've got a good shout of, of, of beating Forest Green. Yeah, definitely. Fighting back. Why Why? Why should Forest Green beat Walsall, Nathan? Because Stephen Downs is obsessed with him. What more do you need? <laughs> uh, no. Um, in all seriousness, I, I looked at last season and Walsall's home form uh, does worry me. And even though they're obviously playing in a lower division now, we had a standard of football. should be a bit easier for them. Uh, we all know how difficult it can be when uh, home form and you get fans on your back and that can transpire to the next season if they don't start off well. And I believe they only won five home games last season after August, after a good start, they won five home games and just one after February, I believe, which was, I think, the last home game, which was a dead rubber match. Uh, Forest Green, on the other hand, pretty decent on the road, excluding... Um, playoffs. They won four of their last five away games last season, so they're used to try good on their travels. Uh, Forest Green as well uh, got a pretty settled squad. They've got a manager who's been there for a couple of years now. Walsall, as we said on the podcast earlier, got a squad that's uh, a lot of new signs joined together. Obviously, Daryl Clark's not is still getting used to things there, um, having having uh, just gone I think towards the back end of last season. Um, so for me, Forest Green's more settled. They've got good away form. Walsall struggled at home uh, this calendar year, and uh, obviously both started with a win last weekend. But for me, Forest Green, I'd make them the favourites for this one. Okay, okay, a good argument. <laughs> okay, a good, a good argument for uh, for both both sides there, Steve. Who who uh, who do we think is taking that one? Um. I thought Rory came up with uh, some great arguments, to be quite honest. Um, but I'm going to stick with my veggie burgers and go with Forest Green. <laughs> but Rory, to be fair, mate, you were like, you were teetering me to go with you. So. You were teetering in my word. What's going on? <laughs> Take something special to teeter, Steve. <laughs> Take something big to teeter me. But that video yeah. last show didn't even do the trick earlier, so goodness knows what Rory managed. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky um, I'm, I'm going to go with Rory. I, mean, I think he went on the uh, the offensive um, for Walsall, showcasing their strengths, um, and he's he's convinced me that they're going to get two from two, um, which means it's it's a draw <laughs> for, for this first <laughs> one. So um, yeah, Walsall versus Forest Green is going to be a friendly draw. Very good. Yeah. So everyone's a winner. Except Steve was one. If I mean, if, if Ross could have had the deciding vote, but he left. So Ross was dis- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone call uh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've moved on from the football pitch. Um, we're we're nearly coming to the end, but before we come to the end, we're going to play a little bit of football connect with our main man over here, Jocelyn. Oh, oh, I don't think there's any it. such thing as a oh, little bit it. of football connect. It's, it's, don't worry. It, I've slightly changed it, and it should be probably 10 minutes long, Max. So let me go through it this week. Um, what I've done is I've gone for a theme, basically. So I'm going to give you um, just three clues. Um, all, all the clues are a team... And then years, and 
what the the, the answer is it's a it's a manager who has managed in the EFL this decade. So it's so it's going to be someone. But I'm going to give you um, three of his teams in consecutive order. And if you get it on the first one, three points. If you get it on the second one, two points. If you get it on the uh, final one, one point. Uh, but it, this is open to everyone, but you can only have one guess. And how many rounds have we got? There is um, ten. Um, right. I will ask you to pick a number. Let's rotate. Let's go with Rory first. What number uh, would you like? Uh, three, please. Number three. Okay. So the first one is Notts County, 2011 to 2012. Okay. Does, uh, does anyone want to have a guess? On, just on that? So they were in charge of Notts County from 2011 to 2012. That's about eight, 18 managers ago. Oh, I'm at, no, no, I don't know. I've got an idea, but I'm not, I'm, oh, I'm not sure there. Uh, can I have the next clue? You can. Steve, do you want to have a guess or do you want the next clue as well? Go on, next, next one. Gillingham, 2012 to 2013. Alright, oh, it's not my fault then. <laughs> um, have, can I have a guess? You can I have a guess. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Martin Allen. Steve's got it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Martin Allen County. Steve's got his uh, Steve with well, three points there. Yeah, the final clue was going to be Barnet, Barnet, Barnet. Yeah, the final clue was Barnet 2014, 2016. Um, so Steve's, gone... Steve's on the mark too. Um, three points there. <laughs> Steve, you can pick uh, a number now. Uh, I'll go with six. Number six. Okay. Double is three. The first one is Videoton, 2013 to 2014. Videoton? Videoton, yeah. Is his manager? Must have got rid of a lot of the stock. They had a Videoton. This is a sponsor, yeah? No, so that's a manager. It's a football team, sorry, yeah. They're they're a Hungarian football team, if that's 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 it. Oh, my God. Grasshopper. No idea. (laughs) Grasshopper? Yeah, well, I don't know any Hungarian teams. <laughs> Young grasshopper. So the, the the answer the answer is a manager who's managed in the EFL oh, this right. decade. Sorry, yeah, that's, that's the answer. For I haven't had my guess, but can I, uh, the second club. Alta Wun, 2014 to 2016. Oh, <laughs> Jeez. The clue. And anyone else want to have a guess? I feel. No. I, I, I feel like I know what club it'll be at, but... The final clue is Al Ali, 2016 to 2016. No, I didn't know what the final, I didn't know what the final club was going to be. Um, look, look, uh, you know, I can deal with Notch County and Martin Allen, but when it comes to foreign team... I think I know it might be, but I might have a guess on this one. Al who? Is it Thomas Christensen? It's not Thomas Christensen, that's uh, a good guess. That's a very so good I'll, guess. I was trying to go with that in that route, but I wanted to hear. Yeah, you've got Videoton 2013 to 2014, Alta 1 or 2014, 2016, and then Al Ali 2016 to 2016. And imagine First, the Football League, this is not. not they've imagined. Like, no, they've imagined the Football League, yeah. <sighs> See, for some reason, I couldn't get Michael Aldrich out of my head, but um, I don't know. 
I don't. I don't. Um, I'll say Bob Peters. No, it's not Bob Peters. It's Popcast's favourite Bob Peters. Bob Peters Appreciation Show. Episode 22, I think. Well, my guess, Felix McGrath. No idea. It's not. No, it's current Reading manager, Jose Gomez. Okay. So obvious. Okay, then. I'm really interested in my six. Um, Nath, it's your go well, to pick uh, a number. That's six and three. I'll go nine then. Number nine, okie dokie. Your first clue is FC Basel, 2014 to 2015. Hmm. Hmm. I ain't got a clue. <laughs> no, anyone else? Or anyone no, else no, wants no, a second no, clue? No. Yeah. yeah. Next one is Fiorentina, 2015 to 2017. Yeah. Do you have to buzz or? Yeah, go for it. Is it Paolo Sousa? It certainly is Paolo Sousa, yes. The former uh, Swansea manager who he managed in 2010. So, <laughs> so what's the scores are me two, Nath two, Rory nil? That's correct, yeah. The, the final clue on that one was Tianjin Quanjian, 2017 to 2018. Oh, I definitely got it from that. <laughs> um, Rory, it's your turn to pick a number. Uh, got five. Number five. Okay, your first clue is Locomotive Moscow, 2012 to 2013. Oh, I think I know where it is. Oh, no. You can take the lead. Take the lead if you have a guess. Oh, I know what it looks like and all. Is that one who used to manage all city? The Russian. Oh, you. Oh, ah, no. can I go? Well done, Rory. You've just given it to Nay. Well done. And that, and that man have taken it off the off the <laughs> can, can I take it or? If you if you want to take it. Well, if it's the Russian guy from all cities, it Leonid Slutsky. It's not no. Oh God. Uh, oh. Hey, well done, Rory. Red Nath, mate. <laughs> Steve, that, Steve mate. do you want to have well a guess? Or not? No, I'll have I'll have the next I'll have the next clue. Yeah, Rory, do you want the next clue as well? Yeah, sure. Yep. I love it if you say whole city now. <laughs> yeah, uh, next one is Besiktas 2013 to 2015. Uh, we were hoping you were going to say whole city. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Third clue for me, but it's Rory's going it. So. Yeah, no, you could have third clue for me as well. Yeah. West Ham 2015 to 2017. Is that Mr. Slavon Bilic? It certainly is Mr. Slavin Bilic, uh, the West Bromwich Albion manager. You got a point, Rory. Yeah, Hold I'll on. take it. I'll take it. He's on the board. Uh, Steve, you're going to have to pick a number. Seven. Say seven, sorry. Seven, yeah. Seven, okay. First clue is Falkirk, 2010 to 2013. Oh, now hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We signed a lot of Falkirk players from Huddersfield. Is it Mr. Stephen Presley? It certainly is Mr. Stephen Presley. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> what if you were on beauty? Yeah. Uh, next one's for Coventry 2013 to 2015 and Fleetwood 2015 to uh, 2016. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need them. Give me Falkirk. <laughs> uh, Nate. Fleetwood manager. Nate, you'll go. He also managed uh, Paphos FC. <laughs> did he? Yeah, he did, yeah. And Preston. Yeah. No, they managed Preston, don't they? Uh, Coventry? Coventry. Yeah. Did you manage Coventry twice, or am I... No. No, no. Is it Carlisle now? Yeah, it's Carlisle manager yes. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Is that you? Falco was um, first job. Have we had one? We've not had one, no. <laughs> just, just cut you off. <laughs> no, wrong. Uh, your first clue is Reading, tw- uh, 2009 to 2013. Oh, eh. Yeah. No, it's obvious. Certainly is Brian McDermott. Yeah, yeah that's the as well, straight away. No, next, but, uh, uh, next, yeah. next two will lead 2013 to 2014, and then Reading, 2015 to 2016. Uh, Rory. Brian McDermott twice. <laughs> Rory, you're going to pick a number. Um, Two. Number two... First one is Barnsley, 2012 to 2013. Oh, no, I already know it. I, I think I'm going to get a guess on this one. Is it Mark Robbins? No. Nope. It's not, not Mark uh, Robbins. Can I have a guess? Can I have a guess? Can I have a guess, yeah. Flicker. It's uh, uh, Flickcroft. David Flickcroft. Certainly is David Flickcroft. Ah. Oh, yeah, can I tell you how I know that as well? Because they played us on the last game of the season and it was that one that we said... Oh, is that one with the years? David Steele walked around for five minutes with a ball. The cheating game, the game that was cheating. And it wasn't cheating. Anything that sends Peterborough down is not cheating. I, I, mean, I have to agree with that. Yeah, I didn't realise it was Peterborough. I'll, I'll make an exception in this case. As it was Peterborough who sent down. Hi, Peterborough fans. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, the two on that were uh, Berry 2013 to 2016, the Swindon 2017 to 2018. Let's just have a round up of the scores. So I've got th- I've got six. Eight, I'm on eight, mate. Uh, Around for the scores, and Steve just stops after he says his own, and then just <laughs> Steve's, <laughs> Steve's on eight, Nate's on five, Rory's on one at the minute. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, lads. Steve, it's your go to pick a number. You've got four, eight, ten left. Oh, it's like a freebie. Oh, it's still with it. For we'll go for four. Nate's really pissed off. Halloween. Um, I don't connect yet. Your first one is Hong Kong Pegasus 2016 to 2016. 2016 to when? 2016. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah, there's a next clue, yeah? Yeah. Uh, next, <laughs> next clue. Hong Kong Pegasus again, 2016, 2017. <laughs> next clue. Yeah, that's not helped anyone out, I don't yeah. think. Okay, next clue. South End, 2019 onwards. Oh, oh, me, me, me. Yeah. Kevin, Hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's yes. my go. No, it's a free fall, Steve. You just said it yourself. No, I haven't guessed yet. No, you don't have to. You you guessed before Rory did. Ah, he's very true. Ah, there's some cheating. I'll some cheating going on in when you did it before. <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan gets a point for that. Um, Nathan, you've got eight or ten left. What was the answer? Uh, Kevin Bond. Oh, she didn't even oh, know right. it anyway. Well, I was going to say Chris Powell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely well, out of Hong Kong for a bit. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. Okay. First one is Hertha Berlin, 2012 to 2015. And anyone can jump in if they if they think they know. We're just clarifying that. Yeah, just kind of right now with one one question <laughs> left. <laughs> it's about three people it could be. 
And I don't want to shoot me load too early on it. No, no one wants that. <laughs> Some people might want it. <laughs> I think a tumbleweed effect would be great there. I'll get it back on. Because <laughs> I'll <was saying. laughs> Can I have a guess? You can have a guess, yeah. Wait it out, though. I, yeah, it wrong? I'll, I'll take it. Is it Felix McGarr? It's not Felix McGarr, no. That's fair enough. Anyone want a second clue? Yeah. I feel like I've got it to two people, but I don't want to go for okay. that. One. Yeah. Second clue is Stuttgart 2016 to 2016. That makes it seem more like Felix McGart. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know, so I'm happy for the third clue. You don't know if you are you as well? I don't know how long he's been in management. I want to say it. I'm going to go for it. Ooh. I feel like he might... What, what was his first job, 2013? 2012. I don't think he's... No, give me... Third, I don't know. How many points am I behind Steve? Two. So this would level it up if I got it right, wouldn't it? If I said it. Right. Um, you are on three to six. Yes. So oh, I'm gonna go for it, Daniel Farker. It's not. Ah. No. So Steve, you want the final clue? I might as well. Yep. Sheffield Wednesday, 2018 to 2018. <laughs> oh, I know it is oh, now. Oh, come on. <laughs> um. I should have, oh. But I don't know, actually. I don't know his name. Um, Steve Bruce. Be more specific, Steve. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday we're talking about. It's the guy that Danny begins Wilson. with... It, it's the guy that begins with L for his surname. Oh. Yes, it's, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Must have heard the balloon. Yeah, I can't believe they sacked me. I, uh, I don't know his first... If I guess his second name and get it right, but I don't know his first name, are you going to give us it? No, it <laughs> uh, depends. Depends, <laughs> it depends how I'm feeling. Oh, is it half a point? Is it something like... Luhai? That's near enough. Get his first name. I don't know his first name. I have a guess. I, I'll, I'll, I'll no. give you a clip. It's with Jay. Literally three letters as well. It's a three-letter name. Yal. Yes. No, I'm not giving you it. <laughs> um, it is Joss Luhukai. Yeah, actually, he was actually decent manager at Erta Berlin. I don't think he was good at Stuttgart because he wasn't there for long, but Erta Berlin, he was actually very decent. He He's decent. now managing um, St. Pauli, I think it is, in Bundesliga. It's fine. Oh, yeah. The fact is, his, his last two jobs in that were 2016 to 2016 and 2018 to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I thought, it, I, I thought the answer was going to be Stuart Gray. That's a slight on Stuart Gray, and you know it. <laughs> Uh, so, Rory, we are left with one number. That's number eight. And the clue is Wigan, 2015 to 2016. Ooh. Ooh. I want to do it. I want to go for it. 
Go for it if you want. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's is it Gary Caldwell. It certainly is Gary Caldwell. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no back to three pointer. The final two clues on that one were Chesterfield 2017 to 2017 and Partick Thistle 2018 onwards. So if I top up the scores. Nah, Nurse won here. I know he has. I've just done it in my head and I'm shit at that. He's won it, isn't he? Nathan, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan has triumphed by a point. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Steve. I, I, I think I've done, been done out here. I've I, I got three, two, I've, three pointers. You didn't give me Lou High because I couldn't get Yol or whatever his bloody name was. I got a two pointer. Ah, uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid that's the way the should game start goes. Again, <laughs> I think we should start again. <laughs> should start again. Martin <laughs> Allen, there, I've got it. Thirty-three answers. There we go. Right, I'm off. I'm off to a good one. Had, a, had an impressive start, but much like Leeds, you tailed off towards the end. Hmm, much oh. like Leeds, I got cheated hey, out. Much <laughs> Leeds, you got cheating out of it. <laughs> right, um, we'll finish. I think we'll finish the podcast there. Um, that was the last thing on the list. So thank you very much for uh, listening. That was uh, great. Only connect. Um, it was a lot easier. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll continue to do them like that. Don't worry. Um, yeah, so I think uh, we'll, we'll say a quick goodbye, Rory. Goodbye. Adios. See you later. Uh, Josh, goodbye. Oh, the uh, goodbye. Remember, you can listen to us on the Talk72 podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you want. Uh, we will be around. We'll have more articles up on the website. Nathan will be writing some spectacular ones. I'll be writing some proper shit ones. Uh, so if you want to read mine, uh, if you want to write mine, uh, read mine uh, or read Nate, you're more than welcome. Josh, are we having anything on the uh, forum footballers uh, in the next week or so? We certainly can if I uh, if I have a look, <laughs> see what's right. been happening. Yeah. Okay, okay, so we... Scott for Brisbane today. He did, yeah. Tom Aldridge captained Brisbane as well. (laughs) So we might have something on there. Remember, please go follow us on at Talk72 Podcast on Twitter, Talk72 Podcast on Facebook. Um, And yeah, just check us out. Give us a listen. All fun and games here. Uh, So we'll see you next week for another edition of the Talk72 Podcast. Where's my goodbye? (laughs) <laughs> goodbye from Rory goodbye goodbye from Josh goodbye goodbye from Nathan oh by the way you can listen to the conversation what, what are you having to my goodbye Nathan goodbye Nathan Nathan it's all fun and games Nathan Nathan we're still talking about Brentford <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodbye hello